Hey guys, I'm John. I'm here with my friend Johnny, and uh, welcome to another episode of Talk About That. Yes, sir. Yeah. We're here. We are here. We're sort of here. Yeah, we're not uh, together. No, this is a this is our first like truly remote recording experience. Uh, yeah. So you are where I do not know where you are. Where I'm are in you? I'm in De- Detroit, Michigan. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been here for two days. This is my third day in Detroit. So we've been driving back and forth uh, to different locations in remote rural Michigan. Rural uh, Michigan. R- rural. It's How do they say rural? I don't know. North. It's one of those things. If you can say it, you're probably not from those areas. Right. right. Like if you have a speech impediment, you probably can't say speech impediment. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Like George Carlin used to have a bit about that. He said, "Why? In the, who put an S in the word lisp? That's just cruel. <laughs> it's true. That's <laughs> really a good point. Is, yeah. Should be called is, something else. Yeah. So you're know. in rural Michigan. Well, I'm in Detroit, but we've been driving back for those in Claire, Michigan on yeah. uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Scenic Claire. And then I went mm-hmm. to Davison, Michigan near Flint. So it was just a greater Flint area, basically, last night. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was an event called Get Ready For It. Pizza, pizza, laffa, laffa. No <laughs> way. I'm not kidding. That's what they call it. And pizza, I was like, pizza. oh, is this your first... Uh, time doing no we've been doing this for 28 years i go oh so i think it's one of those things where when they started it it was like a cool name you know and then they just kept it like i'm i'll tell you about the one i did like a few years ago i got a booking request and it said you know it was a conference and the booking request just has these weird fields that they fill out and so sometimes spam email chains will get in to your booking requests so you'll get a thing and it'll be like a weird like you know get your meds in canada uh, ad or something. So yeah, so you get booking requests and so it'll be like a field, like what's the size of your event? What's the address of your church? And it had all that stuff filled out kind of normally, but sometimes it'll be like an ad. There'll be like a get Fentermine online, you know, whatever. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, this is some computer bot that got into my booking request. So I thought that's what it was because it said the email was something, something at hotheartscom Hot hearts. I was like, oh, this hot hearts. And I was like, okay, I know what this is. This is like some weird dating site. And uh, <laughs> hot girls are in your area waiting or whatever. And so I was like, all right. So I ignored it. Well, then they sent another one. And it was like, yeah, we wanted to hear back from Johnny. We've got Lecrae already booked. And and all these other, it was like crazy. Like uh, who else? Uh, Phil Wickham was leading worship. And I was like, I better respond to this. Wow. It ended up, it ends up they've been doing this thing for 30, 30 years or whatever in Houston. Yeah. And the conference they originally call it Hot Hearts, and I guess I guess the idea of meaning drawn fire for God or what I don't know. Yeah, but it's just one of those things. Like, did they ever explain the, it? Like that? I would want as it. the time as the times have changed. It's just not the best anymore. I think I would have, have kept I asked for an explanation. Like, I want to know. It's like rebranding. Rebranding would be weird at this time because you'd lose some of the people who were bought into that brand. Maybe I don't know, man. We were talking about that today too because we drove by a big boy restaurant. Big boy. And it used to be Shoney's was tied to Big Boy. Right. You remember that? Shoney's was tied to and Big Boy. And then at some point, sometimes they split off and Big Boy was different. And Curry said she thinks it was because they didn't want to be associated with like a fat, you know, teenager. Because <laughs> like pe- pe- restaurants were going like, you know, low fat and everything was becoming like about, you know. So it's like they got this big fat statue like, come on in, you'll look like this dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they, she thinks that's why they, but I, it's, it's interesting. I need to look it up why they split or what, what happened. Shoney's and big boys 
I would, different. I would be shocked. Very, very Googling it right now on the phone. She's Googling right now. I would be shocked. I would be shocked if it actually had something to do with that. I mean, is, is, is that, that's, what do you think? It's like a, a like a showdown, like a standoff business why, plan well, between like Shoney's and, and Hardy's. Like, why? Why not just call them all yeah, Hardy's? Uh, like, I don't understand. I, I don't know. It is a good point. And, and why are Hardy's commercials so salacious and awful? Well, you know, they stopped doing that. And in fact, they actually acknowledged how stupid their commercials were, like in a yeah. new commercial, which was pretty refreshing. It was kind of like a... That's... Yeah. They weren't just... They, you know what's refreshing? A Hardy's burger. Uh, By the way, so I we ate today. We were looking for a place to eat that was kind of like off the beaten path. And they have a Wahlburgers here. You know, the Wahlburg restaurant. Oh, yeah. That has the reality show. Donnie D's they're the based up. here. That's right. Uh, drug free. So put the crack, crack up. Uh, and anyway, so he, we went there and it was very good. They have really good food. Wow. So it actually so is good not, food. It's not just like not a, to be confused a novelty. With good for you. No, it's not just like a thing where a, f- a famous family starts a restaurant and it's a disaster. It's a really good place. They have more than one here. They have three or four in this area, I think. Wow. So. If me and you started a restaurant, cool. it would be a novelty like that. We're going to start. We're going to start a restaurant. Oh, okay. I'm in. Um, I've been wanting to do a restaurant for, you know this. I've been wanting to do a restaurant oh, forever. Oh, yeah, that's right. I just don't know when, I don't know when I'm, when we could do it. What did you find out about Big Boy, Curry? Big Boy. You're still looking. But it's true. Like if you drive by a restaurant and their logo is a fat guy in overalls right. holding a burger bigger than his head, yeah, it says something. That's not. A, it's it's not exactly like a thing. that's like, oh, let's yeah, let's. That's like where you eat, like when you've given up. No, and but here's the deal, though. I'm okay with that. Like there are lots of places I eat because I'm often giving up. You know, like yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I, I like the fact that they're actually. They're not hiding what it really is. I mean, I appreciate that. That's it's big boy. That is very refreshing too. Shoney's didn't. Then they went because if you remember, they changed their mascot to the bear. They have the Shoney's bear, right? Because so you, they you look from, like a bear after you eat there was fine. Yes. Yeah. Well, bears aren't really fat though. It's a lot of muscle. I, I, how close to bears you know, have you been? There's like a, are you? There's a good fat. Like I read this thing one time about sumo wrestlers and how they train themselves to eat. Uh, so that they get subcutaneous fat and not whatever the other kind of fat is, meaning it's it's like there's a good kind of fat to be, like linemen are fat, but they're also in shape. Right. I and there's saw a, way to- a dude, an old dude at the beach. He yeah. had like like longer hair. He was he looked like he'd been in the sun, I don't know, every yeah. day of his life. Had a gold chain. And there's zero judgment here. But like he had a <laughs> obviously yeah, I'm just it seems like you're really just describing. He had a gut. <laughs> yeah. But it had a six pack in it. And I what? Yeah, he had like these defined muscles. And I, I turned to Laura, I go, I can't I can't tell. It's like a it's like a gutty six pack. Like Yeah. It, it, Cole Colgan used to have one of those. Yeah. And I was back I, in the I day, Hulk Hogan would take off his shirt and he would have this bronze belly. And it would be like bloated out, but it would have it would have definition in it. Yeah, how is that even? I don't know. I kind of think maybe it was he's like he ate. He was like he swallowed a six pack, right? Like swallowed six pack abs, right? No, like not a six pack out. of no. Right, but he swallowed That's, somebody. But else. Hulk Hogan probably did that too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that movie? Know. Gosh, I don't know why I thought of this. Do you remember that movie called Over the Top? Of course, the arm wrestling movie. Yes. And remember, I've I've seen it many times. Do you remember the guy on there that he arm wrestled? Who, of course, who was drinking motor oil? 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a crazy. He drank motor oil to like psych himself up. Yeah. And then later on, he was taking antacids or whatever, you know. I mean, what? Yeah, because you can't drink motor oil. It would have killed him, I'm assuming. Like, you can't do that. Would motor oil kill you, though, or would it just go right through you? Well, if you have gasoline, it kills you. So I've Uh, heard. I mean, I don't know. But is motor oil, motor oil and gasoline are the same thing? Well, both, we don't know what we're talking about. It's made from they're petroleum products. It's a petroleum product, so I would yeah. assume. But you're right. You're saying our body is not made to process petroleum products necessarily. Well, I don't. I think that there's a reason there's warnings on the labels. I mean, I'm sure. Hey, let me ask you. Let me ask you a theological question. Okay. What do you think the whole vestigial organ situation is when you try to line it up with like? God created us and, and everything, but yet we have like appendixes and gallbladders that can be removed and it doesn't affect anything. What do you think's the story there? What's going on there? Wow. I mean, you're just going to go right there, huh? I'm going, I just want to know because I, I've, because like, um, you know, we, I had a friend who had to have his gallbladder taken out this week. Yeah. And I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, you can just have it removed. But maybe somewhere along the line we needed a gallbladder, but I just don't know what, when it would have been. Well, I think the question is, you know, I do believe in adaptation as yeah. an amazing feature of God's creative genius. Um, I don't, I don't believe that like species crossed, you know, like that some, like we, that right. we evolved from something that like we are. What is it? Micro versus macro evolution. Right. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, and, and again, I don't believe in evolution as a creation theory. We're, gonna, you know what I'm we're saying? losing church members right, right now. So now. Like if you have one of those tickers going right now, <laughs> like you could be seeing. <laughs> They'd be dropping yeah. like flies. But no, I don't, I don't believe in evolution as a creation theory. I, I do believe, though, that, that part of God's amazing design is that we do adapt yeah. to environment and adapt over, over time, animals and, and the planet and, and people. Well, like wisdom teeth, it's another one. Right? What's the deal with wisdom teeth? Who knows? It's just. Well, I mean, if yeah. you're going to go that far, like, why make mosquitoes? Like, I mean, are they really that key to an ecosystem? Like, it, well, it's a, their food source for something else. Something though, else, so. yeah, but yeah, but but your wisdom teeth aren't a food source for other things. Well, actually, so. it's not a perfect analogy. No, no, I mean, I mean, it wasn't direct. I wasn't trying to make a direct comparison, but there has to be something. There's some. There's right. You know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're going to need them in heaven, and we're going to be like, we had those removed. They were killing us, and he's be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> And then he has this huge turkey leg or something that we need. Because, like, I think gallbladders in animals, they 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 uh, process bone and stuff. So you need a gallbladder to process, like, bone meal. So the, the theory is that, like, in the caveman days or whatever it would have been. Early they were man, eating bone. That they were eating bone and the gallbladder helped to process that. Wow. And now we don't need it because we just avoid bones. Think, and it's probably why we need a wisdom teeth. I don't know. Again, this is all just. Well, do you, you think know, that cavemen just, then were open-minded or marrow-minded? I don't. <laughs> Hold on, Curry's. Got, her, oh. Curry, this just. Oh, in. this is good. This just. Big in. boy update. Okay. No, it had nothing to do with the fatness of the big boy. Okay, Shoney's big boy were two but separate entities. Okay, Shoney's big boy were two separate entities. But they used a big boy. They merged and then split. So Shoney's was not merged. originally. So Big Boy was not. Shoney's was not original. Yeah. Gotcha. They, so they adopted that mascot, basically. Yeah. So Frenchie's Big Boy was the original chain of Big Boy. French's. So Frisch's. 
It's Frisch's, isn't it? Not French's. Frisch's. I remember this. Frisch's. Well, listen, this is, the reason I know this is because we ate at a Frisch's Big Boy in Canada. Really? I remember thinking it was interesting because I was like, oh, this is like a taste of America. This is like a Shoney's here. Yeah. But I guess it wasn't. It was the chains were not merged yet or not, or they were splitting or in the process of it. Yeah. So there you go. Wow. Uh, speaking of speaking of adaption, uh, Shoney's realized that it wasn't in their best interest to stay uh, with Big Boy, and they. Uh, well, we don't know that because you don't know what didn't happen. Like, there's a very there's a, there's a high possibility, but it wasn't because of the fat boy. No, it, like way, and like if they would have kept it so. and just muscled on through. Who knows well, what this, they would be today? Even. So that's what I was saying about the sumo wrestlers. So evidently, there's a way to build muscle underneath the fat to a point where it's called subcutaneous fat and you can eat a certain way to where you can be in shape and move that weight around. Like there's guys that are over 300 pounds in the NFL that can run like a four or five, right. 40, you know, and how do they do that? And I think it's, a, there's a way to eat and train to give yourself a certain level of fatness without that way you just take up space, but you're still like really quick. Yeah. And I've not figured that out. What I did was I had a huge hamburger today. Like, and are you uh, breaking keto? Some onion rings. Yeah, this week I am. We we broke it. Uh it's weird. We we I, I we kind of go out and I'll be like, what do you think? Carbs? And then we're just kind of like, yeah, let's do carbs. Yeah. Because we were craving carbs. So we decided to that's the key to marriage. Don't cheat on the marriage, cheat on the diet together. Dude, absolutely. So just, it, it's it, like a yeah. That's the key. Well, as much as I make fun, uh, I actually was in mild ketosis this week at one point. How do you know? Well, there's ways to find out. Well, did you get a pee stick or something, those pee strips? I didn't get a pee stick. Oh, okay. But somebody in my house just, has one. So, and so when, well, when, she was done, when she was done with it, I just used it again. <laughs> and, um, this is the grossest story I've ever heard. Of. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not kidding. Though there, there are pee sticks, and I and I just yeah, was, no, there are. Out, out of curiosity, a, I did use one to that, find out. I was like, I wonder, because yeah. I felt awful. So I was like, like I was laying down Maybe on the in, closet floor, no. <laughs> like four o'clock in the afternoon. But had you not had carbs? It, is it you felt awful, and you hadn't had carbs? Cor- Why would you think you're in ketosis? Yeah, because yeah, I was eating low carb. So and. Oh. and and I'd, well, it's quick. It's uh, it makes you. I mean, I do feel you feel better if you can get past the cravings. You feel better on a low carb diet because you're not. There's a fogginess that kind of comes with. Like I kind of flour. yeah, I'm good. Like I, I will say this. Yes, I feel mentally acute. Uh, I, yeah. I feel I feel good on that. It's not like my normal afternoon kind of yeah. s- kind of slump. It's more like a wow. I really need to go to sleep. Like I desperately need to just lay down and. And like, I need a support group or something at like three o'clock in the afternoon is they, they should make an 800 number or something like, yeah, keto pals. So I'm telling you, man. And, and if they yeah. had to not call those, those urine sticks, pedo sticks, pito, oh. bro, we're missing a whole market out there. So, but get your ptosis in, I don't know. <laughs> it's the, yeah, we'll work on it. We'll work it out. Oh man! But I we have a breathalyzer. It's what we have. We have a thing you breathe. Oh, in, that would be way better. And it gives you a little readout. But I don't know if it's any more accurate. The most accurate is a blood. There's a blood monitor for ketosis, but you have to like oh. do it like a. It's like you have diabetes or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Wilford Brimley's on the front of it. Uh, <laughs> He's not. I already though, like that was already more effort into finding this out because generally, I can just go run. 
I've ran twice this week. You know, I can run three miles and I can eat less, drink a lot of water and don't do desserts. And like, you know what, I'll lose weight over the course of a couple of months. So, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of, a, I think that, I don't know if that works for everybody or not. I don't lose as fast as I want anymore. You know, I turned 40, Johnny, in December. Oh my So gosh. it's coming. Uh, and, and it's really not a big deal to me. I think I've already, you know, in fact, in fact, I, I told my wife this week that I want us to, cause I've already been doing this for like the last probably three to five years. And I want to stop doing it. Like, my grandmother is like 86 and yeah. is, and she had a stroke recently and she's recovering, but like even her, in her recovery, she is stronger and more motivated than I am just now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. just doing, she wants to do everything and, and she's doing great, but she's always been that way. Like, you know, you don't, I don't want to stop. I mean, you, she, if you, if you reference her age, she does not consider herself old. She really doesn't. She yeah. does not consider herself old. And I think that there's something to be said for, like, I think about, it, I, th I told a kid, I was talking to a kid last night uh, at church. I mean, a high school student. And we were talking about, they were talking about the Auburn, we got to get to that, by the way, talking about the Auburn, Tennessee game. And I, right. and they were like, wow, you know, it was just so great. I've, I felt, you know, a certain way. And I was like, you should see how it felt in 98. And I was telling the story of being on the field at Florida and the, there I things. was. Yeah. Riding the V. And it was such all a, all the way down the, <laughs> you should, you should I have tore the V off the side of the building and I wrote it down. The, <laughs> well, who, how's he going to know? Right. I, Did I, it make the news? No, they don't have any recordings of it, but it was it actually a she. It was, it was awesome. Uh, oh, okay. And, yeah. and so I don't know why you would assume that only dudes in high school would like Tennessee football. Bro, uh, well, it's this. Whatever, you have a lot okay. of gender bias. Anyway, this, this, but I found myself saying, "But that's what it's like when I'm I, I when I'm old. You know, when you're old, you remember them old days." And I'm like, I got to stop doing that because you really do. If you think of yourself as old, I think it's a self fulfilling. Now, look, something can happen to me that causes me to have to be old. You know, physically, I can't control those things. But as long yeah. as I have my faculties and somewhat physically am able to move, it will be better for me to actually consider myself to still be young, even, I mean, for the rest of the time I have here. I don't know. I, I thought you were going to say, like, I'm going to turn 40. Let's go on a trip or something. Let's do a dude trip. And instead, you're just like, I don't want to even acknowledge that I've turned no, 40. No, it's not that at Let's all. Let's see if I can outsmart my central nervous system. I don't want to, I don't want to outsmart. I'm, I'm no, okay with fine. it. I thought we were going to go like golf the Robert Trent Jones trail or something. You're like, no, I'm just not going to turn 40. Like you would really have time to go golf the Robert Trent and, and you know how much wasted money on golf that would be? Not for you. Apparently now you've all, it's now all clicked for you. And now you can hit the ball into the fairway. and on No, I can't. I had one good round. <laughs> I thought you had, I had one good round. I had one good round that psyched me into believing, no. like, because I went with my buddy Brian Bates, who's a comedian, and he was like, I told him the whole way there, like, I'm terrible. Don't worry about this. But it's, are you bad? Because I'm bad. And I don't want to hold you up. It's fine, Johnny. And then I, I parred, like, the first four holes. <laughs> and then I, like, I shot the best round I've ever had. It was insane. Wow. And then, uh, I mean, I had a couple of bogeys and double bogeys, but I just, well, I, remember I did you not. Like, you were begging me to play golf. You were like, dude. Yeah, I was like, we got to go. And it was, well, then I played, like, two or three more times, and it was, I was back to normal. Like, it was <laughs> like I had forgotten all my old, like, habits. Because I hadn't played in, like, seven or eight months. Yeah. So I just forgot all the weird yips that I have yeah. and hangups. And so I just swung the club free. Uh, and it was like beginner's luck all over again. And then it, it caught up with me. 
So. See, when I swing the club free, that's a totally different thing. It goes the club itself goes into the woods. But the the did, woods, yeah. did you play the same course the second time? That's the question. Was it apples to apples? No. Well, the course we played was terrible. That's the funniest part. Is we played this course out in uh, near Lakewood. You know the one. It's like a ghetto course. It's like uh, yeah, executive. The course. green. The greens aren't even. No, no, no. It's a regular course. It's got some some par fours on it. Okay, but it's like a the greens have this weird like cabbagey overgrowth that they don't keep them up well and they just have a sign that says our greens are terrible use that own risk or whatever and so i was putting on these bald like some of the greens are just bald in places and you just have to putt through this like tabletop baldness uh-huh. and i was parring these holes i was like putting them perfect wow and uh then i played on a real course and it was like not so much so you did so. it was a different course the second time yeah, I need a terrible course. Gotcha. Is probably the gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, no. It, it was one of those courses like you pay $15 to play 18 holes or something kind of a thing. Well, and that's probably about what we should be doing, Johnny, as little as we yeah, play that's golf. A, that's, that's right. So, Why would you spend all this money? I remember yeah. Top Golf uh, back on my birthday. Remember that? How, that was great. How, uh, uh, was it the second game, like the first game, I I hit okay. And the, literally the second game, like I had a, I had a negative score for like the majority of the game. Like yeah, could not, we hitting wrong. couldn't, yeah. I had something. So I don't know, Johnny, it's just not a place I think I want to invest any more money. I, I want to go to Topgolf because you can eat while you do it. Um, That's right. You know, you it, take a break. It's like bowling. You just kind of take a break. Let some other people hit balls for a while. You're like, I'm going to have this burger over here. You watch TV while you do it. Look, there's a game yeah. on, you know. It's pretty great. That's everything golf I is, want about sports. So, yeah, with the illusion that I'm actually playing one. So, well, so what do you what do you think? Give ball. Give me your score. Give me your Alabama score this week because I know we're coming off a big Auburn win. We're all excited. Are we not? We we pulled off the upset. I think that we should. I think that we should spend more time than just a. Than, well, you already said that your your student addressed it, and so I thought, well, that's that was what we're, that's our Auburn talk at Auburn's like the biggest win the okay. last. Yes, you don't I did not. See, I you, had no idea we were going to play that well. Although Auburn was, you know, Auburn is coming off of, they're not having the best season. So whether or not they should have been ranked, I mean, now the Auburn fans are like, yeah, sure, you beat us, but we're terrible this year. And, you know, they're trying to take away from us. I know they are. That's fine. I get it. But we beat a ranked team, and that's the first time in, like, how many years we beat a ranked well, team? Well, that was the first time since 2006 that we had that's- upset a ranked team on the road. Oh my gosh, so, 2006. I think we'd beaten ranked teams, but that was the first time we upset one on the road. Like our road record over the I mean it's I mean awful, awful. So yeah. because mm-hmm. Bush Jones did have some big I mean we beat Florida and Georgia in the same year. Uh So it's an SEC win it's a, and it's a uh, road win. We're just we're piling up the the firsts here. Well, we need We didn't have it. Yeah. We didn't have any of that last year. We didn't have an SEC win last year. No, no we did not. Uh, That's what I've been saying when I do. I did like a Knoxville show or a, a Kingsport show, and so there's all these Tennessee fans there. And it was like coming. It was like coming to the summer. The season hadn't started yet, and I was like, uh, "Guys, uh, we just had the orange and white." I said, "I'm from Knoxville." They all clap. I go, "Go Vols!" I said, "We just had the orange and white game, so we got that first SEC win." <laughs> so that was my big. Laugh. <laughs> and we get a big laugh in in Tennessee because. That's the big joke. We had to play ourselves. They got to say it. at least we got one SEC win, but yeah, we got one. What I mean, I mean, I worded it very. It was perfect. The joke was, <laughs> John, could, be I no wouldn't way have changed improve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. No, I, you know, I will say this: it wasn't just a bad Auburn because Tennessee did things against Auburn that we did not do against F, FCS schools. Like we couldn't yeah. run the ball. We didn't run the ball well, but we didn't try to air it out to our good receivers, even against schools that we should have beat by 50. 
Like, right, and we were like, we had we're eight for something on third down. We we're like eight for twelve on third, third and longs. And we were like, it's crazy. We were like eight for eight. This is a crazy stat. I think it's eight for eight on plays of third and eight and longer. So like anything uh-huh. above eight yards, we were perfect. And some of those, I mean, the receivers caught every ball that was thrown to them. I mean, even if they're out of bounds, they caught it. Like they just, I don't yeah. know, man. And and Garantano, he talk about a tough dude. I mean, he just he got. His light, you know, his lights knocked out. His bell rung. His oh, I'm trying to think of all the his, correct metaphors. His bell rung. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. That's another old guy saying because it's like we used to say that. And now we realize that that guy just got CTE probably. <laughs> right now, it's no longer you rung his bell. It's like no, no, you may have cut his lifespan. Yeah, it's sure. sad because I don't know. That's the thing is football. Are you one of those guys? that's like they're making football awful, or are you like okay with no. it? Then all the changes. No, I'm 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 okay with. Listen, I I'm torn because yes, it, it is a hitting sport. I think if there's ways to keep people from having life altering illnesses or death yeah. uh, that affect families, then by all means do it. You know, I mean, that that that's a good. Well, even move, the people that complain about no the NFL what. and like we're protecting the quarterback and they keep calling all these you know whatever. Uh, penalties after the fact where you've uh, roughing the passer and all that. It's like, but the truth is like all but one NFL team right now has their marquee quarterback and the ratings are way up because that's why we, right. watch. I have heard that it's really good for the game. Yeah, like it, we it, everybody's got their guy. Yeah. 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 And, and yeah, it's, it's good for the game in terms of offensive play. Um, I do think that it gets called. I, th- I think that they're still having trouble calling it consistently. Well, I wonder when they're going to start having a challenge for like pass interference, uh, where you can oh. actually go back and be like, "Oh, he didn't really interfere. We're going to pull this, pick this up, or whatever." Well, I mean, in the Auburn game, even one time, the guy was literally holding our guys. He was like grabbing onto his jersey, and I remember making this again. This is some of the Tennessee conspiracy theory. Oh boy, we won like the, the game, announcer. John. I know, I know, but the announcer was like, well, sometimes that, that was questionable and they probably could have called it, but you know, sometimes you just got to let them play. And I was like, if that would have been Alabama, like you'd have been like, well, he was obviously held. Like you're just saying this game doesn't matter because we're not good. So it doesn't matter if we called that or not. It's like, you know what? <laughs> Some of us, it actually matters. If he actually held the guy, we need every point wow. we can get. So anyway, Gosh, you have such a chip on your shoulder. Oh, I do. John. Lund- Lundquist retired, John. He's not announcing anymore. Somewhere behind the scenes, Vern Lundquist right now is causing all. He's laughing behind several chins. Did you? <laughs> did you? That was a Vern Lundquist <laughs> laugh I just gave. It's I, used to stuff, <laughs> I used to stuff him in that dress shirt, and I'd be like, "Dear God, this poor this poor man." He was <laughs> this probably. Poor man. He's probably a spectacular individual. So it literally, you know what I've heard? He actually is a really good dude, and I don't know why you hate Vern Lundquist. I just just because we lose every time that he called the game. <laughs> uh, that's all. I mean, it really has nothing to do with him. Wasn't he calling the Georgia game when we did the Hail Mary? Though he, he was. That was his last year. We actually yeah. won against uh, Florida, I think, when he was calling it, and that was like oh, right. that was like the ultimate cleansing. So I thought then. Because I thought yeah. we were back and on our way up and we'd be competitive. And the next year we lost every SEC game. But, yes, that year it was like his retirement, last game, Tennessee, Florida. And I hate CBS games. Like, and it's so funny. So Matt, my friend Matt, who's a avid Florida fan, he hates right. S- CBS games as well. Because we all have these childhood memories of that. Uh, what's the music? What's the what's the music CBS plays for games? Um, oh, I don't know. All I could, all, now I'm only thinking of the. 
NBA thing. Yeah, you're thinking of the old school NBA, which is amazing music. Which is John Tesh. People don't know that. But that's John oh, that's Tesh right. It was. Does he does he play at John Tesh concerts? I think he does, actually. <laughs> I think there's like video on YouTube of him playing it and people like cheering. <laughs> so memorable. Oh, it really, really is. Anyway, so there's a video. We're going to, this is totally side, but I'll forget. There's a video of, um, oh gosh, who's the player for, they just, just got traded to uh, Toronto from San Antonio. Gosh, now I can't remember. Anyway. Akeem uh, one. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Anyway, he did a press conference in Toronto, and he's very quiet. That's his, uh, that's his whole MO. Hang on, I'm going to find I'm going to find this. We don't have time for this. John, it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. What is this? Talk about this? No. This. <laughs> Wait. Anyway, he, Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard is a very, like, uh, keeps himself and he's not in the media all the time. So he gets traded to Toronto after just asking out of, of San Antonio. He wasn't happy there, whatever. So they just traded him to Siberia, basically, in basketball terms. He's in Toronto. So he did a press conference for the first time. So a lot of people even heard his voice. He got kind of a strange voice. And then he laughed in the press conference. And the laugh is very weird. It's a very weird, robotic kind of laugh. Yeah. And so there's all these memes and videos now of them taking that laugh. And one of them is they took the laugh and put it into that NBA theme song <laughs> where he's like, <laughs> it's just so funny, dude, and weird. But it's worth looking up and I won't play it because we'll probably get sued for copyright. Oh, my gosh. That's that's amazing. Anyway, that's- I would forget to tell you that. But anyway, so, yeah. So the Florida, he said he didn't like watching the Florida games now because he remembered the childhood well, memories. Well, yeah. When, when that music comes on, we both cringe because he remembers so many 330 CBS games with Vernon Lumpers yeah. that they lost as well. You know, but that's the thing. Isn't that the true test of a an impartial announcer when every team thinks that the guy hates their team? Well, that because did that's what they say me. about Joe yeah. Buck. Because they say that about Joe Buck all the time. I hate Joe Buck calling my game because he hates the Cowboys. And then somebody else say like he lo- he's always slurping the Cowboys. He loves the Cowboys too much. It's like, well, make up your mind, right? Well, I do think. Well, okay, Vern Lunk was. I do remember the one thing that Tennessee fans. Didn't yeah. dislike Vernon Lunk was for is that year that we had a bowl game, Citrus Bowl, no doubt, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of it, remember what he said? I do, but I think that was Musburger. That wasn't Lundquist. No, I blame. I think it was Musburger that said, now we're going to start the real games, didn't he? Uh, he did say, yeah, now we're going to start the real games. <laughs> I think games. it was Musburger. I thought it was Lundquist all these years. You mean I've had like this personal. Wouldn't it be weird if you held a beef with Lundquist and he didn't oh even my say gosh. it? What if Lundquist Lund- listens to the podcast and like. Like if right Lund- now, Vern. If you're listening right now, buddy, yeah, uh, I'm sorry about the chins thing. I was, that was ill advised. Was dumb. That was. That was. And, that and was I a may have shot. held things against you. And I will say this: it did cause me to rethink my thoughts on Vern Lundquist when my Florida fan friend said that yeah. he also had issues. I was like, maybe, maybe the universe is not inverted yeah. in the direction that I've always thought that it was, and perhaps I should. Well, and then too, like most Tennessee fans have become. You don't want to become that insufferable Tennessee fan that still thinks that we're the 98 team that won the championship. We don't deserve respect from the media right now. No. We've not done anything. So the no. idea they're like, why aren't they respecting us? We'll do something and they'll have to respect you. But he was not respecting us back when we were respectable. That that was my whole point. In my opinion. No. But here's the deal. And most of it's just for fun. Like we just like sending Vernon Lundquist memes and stuff. Like every time we there's a Tennessee game, you and I are texting. You sent it last week. Yeah. <laughs> you sent that one <laughs> with the devil horns drawn on his yeah. head. Yeah, and it and it gets me every time. At this point, <laughs> Vernon Lundquist is not. It's not like he's not real. Like, so not, do you have a do you have a problem with Gary Danielson? That's the question. The I side. like Gary Danielson actually. Okay, yeah, I he's think actually he's insightful. 
He's really good. Yeah, he's got a good. He's got a good. Uh, he's got a good. What other announcers? Who do you like and who do you not like? Let's say pro sports. Let's say anybody. Al Michaels clearly the best. Nobody ever has anything bad to say about Al Michaels. He's yeah. terrific. Yeah, I, I like really... Costas. Costas uh, is fun. I love a good Costas. Uh, what about? Uh, do you mean he was new that I thought, oh, this they gave him all this money and it's going to be awful because he's not ready? Tony Romo's really great. Romo's pretty good. He's really good. I was listening to Troy Eggman the other day, Cole, and he's, yeah. he's pretty He's good. always doing the games with Joe Buck, and they kind of are a tag team usually, and they're good. I like – again, it's like I'm – people that have these announcements, like, if so-and-so's calling – if Chris Collinsworth is calling the game, I'm muting it. It's like, right. what's wrong with you? What did he do to you? Who hurt you? Now, the only guy – that I might mute. And, and as a kid, my father-in-law, I mean, literally, if he comes on, I mean, he freaks out. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you know who it is. I don't. Hey, take a guess. In basketball, college basketball. Oh, the Dick Vitale. Dick Vitale will yeah, drive my father-in-law yeah, crazy. And yeah. I can't, but, you know, he called a Tennessee game because he does, because we're in those early tournaments, you know. Right. And he was calling one of those. And you know what? When he's bragging on Tennessee, though, you kind of, now I will You're say like, this. Yeah, he's, he's got a good point. <laughs> he called, though, I will say this. He called, I forget which game it was. It was us. It was like North Carolina, I think. So it was a yeah. pretty big, high-profile game. And we almost we won barely, that one, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah. barely lost. And it did seem like that he, you know, it, but but North Carolina is more, is more. And that, okay, two things. Let's not lose track of where we are. You asked, <laughs> now the original question about Alabama, I think we lose by 40. Okay? Oh, man. Like, uh, everyone is saying. It's like, probably the best Alabama team they've ever had. And Pruitt, who was the defensive coordinator for Alabama this year in the national yeah. championship game. Okay, right. so it's not like even last, up to this year. He said, watching tape on this team, he thinks this is the best Alabama team and the also the best team he's ever <laughs> tried to prep for. And one of the things he said was that that offensive coordinator, I forget where he was. Uh, he was at another school. It was, yeah, it was at West Virginia. No, it wasn't. I don't forget where it was. He said that they had to go pull tape from his previous school to try to figure out what they do like on third downs and stuff because no one's ever had them in a third down situation. They, they don't have enough tape on oh third down gosh. situations because they're so efficient to even That's know okay. how to prep for all the things they might do. So they had to go back to the dude's previous school. like And to see Alabama as like this dynamic offense, they've always had the great defense, but my gosh. I mean, to have the, they have the number one offense. And so they're averaging 52, I think, a game. Uh, and they're in SEC play. So anyway, I think we lose by 40. And my, my only real hope is uh, that – because, you know, we lost Jonathan Kongbo for the season. Yeah. Had one of the interceptions. He was just starting to come on. And he's a senior, so he's done as far as I know. I, don't, I think it's too late to redshirt. But I just really hope that we don't lose a key player heading into South Carolina. Because we could win some games. If we win three more games – and we have six games. Uh, Bowl eligible? Yeah, we could do it. And that would be... South Carolina, Vandy, Kentucky? Missouri. South Carolina. We're not going to beat Kentucky. We'll beat Missouri, Vandy. Well, I don't know if we beat Vandy Carolina. or not. Vandy almost got Florida. Yeah. Uh, so we're you got lose. South Carolina, Missouri, Vandy, Kentucky, and you have Charlotte, our homecoming. So that's a oh, gimme. Right. We really got to win okay. two out of those other four. If yeah. we could beat, I'd love to beat. Beating South Carolina is just fun. Like I just, I just would love to do that. Well, I love it because you know my buddy Marty Simpson. He's a comedian. He used to kick for the Gamecocks back when they were yeah. terrible. Back in the old like '90s teams that were awful. He scored the first six points as an SEC team for South Carolina. That's so an that's, amazing. That's the, that's, yeah, you've, that's you've the said you, question. Yeah. 
That's a, yeah. that's a great Marty stat. It is. And I, <laughs> I think, I think you'll beat, obviously beat Charlotte. I think you, Missouri is suspect, but they have a, they have a good offense, even though Derek Dooley is the offensive coordinator. Like, Johnny, there's a lot, there's a mm. lot happening there. So, you know, Bush Jones, Derek by the Dilley. way, will be in the Eland Stadium wearing an Alabama shirt this week. So how crazy is that? I read some articles on that, but isn't he like a consultant or something? He is, well, he's been called an intern to some extent, but. Oh my gosh. It, he is a, a, what do they call it? An analyst or I don't know what they call it. I forget. But the deal is, I think there's NCAA rules that he can't coach for a certain amount of time players that he recruited while at another school. So there's like this time frame that has to pass before they can move him to some sort of on-field position if they do. But, but well, that's the same MO. He brings yeah. in, he rehabs coaches all the time. Remembering the color of his face most of the time during the game, he's a good fit for the Crimson Tide. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had his face would get. It's like a. It's almost purple, but it definitely was crimson most of the time. But it was baby. Butch Jones got so red in the face during games. It was unbelievable. He really did. I mean, I don't know. I I don't really miss Jones. Him. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to bad mouth Jones. But you don't disparage the man. He's not no. Dick Vitale. No, oh, but. Well. I, but I will say, I will say this though, and that's the other thing I want. So that was Alabama. Yes, I think we'll lose. I think that if we can, if we could be, if we could do what we do respectably, no one's expecting us to win this game. We just need to stay uninjured, not embarrassed. It doesn't need to be 75 to nothing. It needs yeah. to be 52 to <laughs> 14. You know what I'm saying? That, that I'm going to go ahead and call it 52 to 14. Like, and you'll be like, okay, that's what we expected. That's what every other team's had against them, and there you yeah. go. If you score 21, then you, wow, you really, you know. You don't so, think they'll trip up at all uh, heading into the playoff? You don't think uh, Georgia's got anything for them? You don't think uh, the Iron mm-hmm. Ball, the Auburn can usually put up a fight no matter what their records are? Anything's possible. Auburn got them last year. Yeah. Um, I just, they, they right now have shown no weakness. I think the only weakness, they some teams have run the ball on them. That's the only yeah. thing they they've done, but... No, I, 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 I don't. I think that that quarterback is just, I think he's another level of talented. And then everybody behind him is just as talented or, you know, or, or I mean, Jalen Hurts would start and be in a Heisman contention with almost any other team in the SEC. Like not just yeah. start, he would be a star. So anyway, but uh, the other thing I want to say is Tennessee basketball yeah. is starting back in the pre, you know, preseason, I think seventh. Oh, and, is that right? That's uh, not pretty high. It's top right. 10, and we're in second. You know, Wait a minute, one. seven is top 10, John? Did you really need to? Yes, I know. But I'm just saying, that's we're not, we've not been <laughs> preseason top 10 in a long time, is what I mean, right? I, no, my gosh, I can't think no. of the last time. Uh, I'm not even well, sure. That's good. Blues, well, we're we'll bringing back all our seniors. Everything's good. Yeah, we Admiral. lost one, one grad transfer, and the boys are really fun. They're, they're just good dudes. There's a lot of good it's a face great stories. Team to root for. It, it reminds is. me of the old Ron Slay teams. Yeah. I, Admiral's like a got a Ron Slay vibe to him. If you remember the old old teams, yeah, Admiral seems a little more articulate to me than. Here's the thing, like Rick Barnes, I like I dare you disparage and besmirch. I, mean, I love Ron Slay. I think Ron Slay's a commentator now. I, How I can just say he's not articulate. As kids, at that oh, okay. age, sure, I feel sure, like sure, that sure. Admiral Schofield. I'm not saying that they don't all grow to be very articulate individuals. But, <laughs> but this particular, you know, because uh, Grant Williams was offered to go play, I think it was for Yale or Harvard. Like, he's oh, an Ivy League dude. He's brilliant. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, and his mom works for uh, NASA, I think. What? And so 
Yeah, like he turned down Ivy League. This was the only school he considered. And, of course, he's SEC Player of the Year last year, yeah. and he's preseason SEC Player of the Year again. And then he's also in the top 10 National Player of the Year contention. So um, and he's a good move. But those boys, if you, you should go watch, if you're listening, you should, go, you should go check out, like, they did some SEC media stuff and watch these guys. This is one thing I'll say. So they were doing SEC media. Rick Barnes was at the podium, and the and – the two boys are there, Schofield and, and Williams, and they're great friends, yeah. two big guys. And they came in and started asking him questions. Like They, they like uh, photobombed the press conference, basically, and came yeah. in and were like asking their own coach questions. You know, like, how do you feel about off the field or how do you feel about, sorry, conditioning after practice or whatever? And he said, he said, well, I'll tell you this, I recruited two fat boys. And and then and then Schofield said, "Well, actually, I think we call them big now, not fat coach. Like they were, <laughs> they're so funny. Like there's so much just good camaraderie with that team and the way that they. Anyway, it's just it's fun. That'll be That's fun for great. basketball. But but um, yeah. Hey, I I know we're so you're are you you don't have a show tonight, do you? I don't have a show. We're off. We actually have to, we're going to go see a movie and then we're just chilling. We're just it's date night. It's date night on the That's road. That's great. Just, you're doing a podcast with me on date night. Well, look, I'm, this is how much I care about our listeners. Absolutely. And how much I care about you, John. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. It's fine. And then we'll get back into regular, because I'm back home on uh, Tuesday. I get back Monday night, so maybe we'll do one next week, too. Well, I do feel like that we have at least successfully um, come up with a methodology for doing podcasts on the road, because this, this seemed to work. Where it was a well, whole we'll, see new it, we'll see if it's a sound, finished product, and it's okay. We don't it has know a couple yet. little, and if you're listening, and yeah, it, it does have a couple glitches every once in a while. That's all internet speed. In fact, and oh those of you, gosh. in fact, I had a listener last night who berated me pretty good about oh, wow. us not doing podcasts. And that, and I told him, I was like, last week I was at the beach uh, trying to dodge a hurricane, and I was on the 25th floor, Tony, yeah. 25th floor. Mm-hmm. And you and I, I had I had the microphone set up. I literally flew this stuff in the. I, I I checked it as luggage, all the podcasting equipment, had it set up. You were good to go, and my internet yeah. speed was so awful. The Wi Fi was so awful, we couldn't get a yeah. good signal. It's kind of a little Max Headroomish if you're a child of the '80s. It was yeah. a little glitchy. Yeah, and yours has done that a few times in our in our conversation so far, but it's been very very minor compared to last week. But I just want everybody to know. That we have, we've been trying to implement new systems. And we've done also a bunch of times with y'all don't know about it, where Johnny's called in on his phone and that we can, we can record that, but a whole podcast yeah. of it is just a little much. It's, it's, you wouldn't want that. You nah, think you, you want it, listeners, but you don't want it. You don't want to hear Johnny all cracking, breaker, breaker, one, none. I don't know why you're on your walkie talkie. I'm on a CB radio. You call it from a walkie talkie? That's fine. Yeah. But, um, but no, well, we're uh, so you'll be back next week, and we can next uh, week, and we'll get together. And I'm sorry I missed you preaching too. You preached on Sunday, and I wasn't there. And then you so said you're never said, there when I you preached. said somebody said that it was the best sermon that they'd ever heard. <laughs> Are we That's gonna great. put that on the podcast? That's great, man. What? What? I don't. I don't tell people there? that somebody ever says that to me. No, but I'm saying I'm saying it because. You said it to if me. If you would have listened to it and then said it was the best sermon that no, you no, ever no. heard, but I, I'm not going to. Now it sounds like I'm just bragging. I, I'm not listening to it. Here's the, here's the deal. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm done. But uh, no. But I think it's cool. You know, this. I'm. I'm. I'm uh, I hate that I missed it. It makes me more mad that I wasn't there because I was. Everybody. Somebody. Somebody was very kind and said that to me. And it in wasn't kindness. Laura. It was not my wife. Anybody listening, like the, oh, of course and, you have uh, to. 
So, and it uh, wasn't like a, just a pound the back thing. I will just say this. It, it, I preached on John 8, which is the woman called adultery. And there were some things, and as either do with, it's hard. I'm not trying to humble this up or something. Oh There's a God. lot of things I, I felt like God, bring it up. I know. There's a lot of things that God revealed to me about yeah. this story that just, I don't know, man, they're, they're kind of wrecking me a little bit. And I'll just say this. I'll say this because you're not going to listen to it. The big thing that got me. I'll go back. I'll go back and archive. No, it's okay. It's okay. But if you did want to listen, you guys can go to to uh, GroveChurchMJ.com yeah. and go go to listen if you want to listen uh, and just check on the. I guess last week would have been well Sunday, October the Johnny. Mm. We don't know our dates. Oh, let me give well. I should know. I should know this. Because no, because it's the... It was the 14th. 14th. Yeah, October 14th. It was, we did, and, and we kind of took a break from our normal series because of fall break, because we have two weeks where all of our schools are out. And so um, so we go, we we're coming in and out of the book of John throughout the whole year and throughout next year too. So anywho, I did John chapter eight. And man, the woman called adultery, and it's hit me when I was at the beach in a way that I'd never thought of before. And I won't, I won't, I won't talk long, don't worry. But the the... I couldn't say that on Sunday, but I can say that here. That's but, right. <laughs> Don't you guys have yeah. like a strict, like try to get out by a certain time? Uh, well, I try for our children's workers, you know, but That's you know, good. Uh, hey, 1127, okay. I had them out and 1130 is the mark. So, hey, we, we were good. But, um, do you but, get to roll over those minutes, those three minutes? Do you get absolutely to, to the next one? <laughs> Save them up. But I started thinking about how when you're a young man and you go to the beach, because yeah. I just been at the beach, you know, when you're a young man at the beach, like, and this is just dudes, like you get to look at girls in bathing suits and it's like you're getting away with something because you're just like, all oh, these girls are basically in their underwear and we just call it bathing suits and everyone's okay with this, you know? Yeah. But, and I told the story of when Laura and I got married the day of our wedding, how we were driving up to Gallenberg. I've probably told the story in the podcast before, but this dude like ogled my wife at a gas station, just yeah. stared her up and down, up and down while she was walking in. I was sitting in the car and I rolled the window down and screamed, had this like visceral reaction. I'm not a violent guy. I'm not really a, that jealous of a guy. I just, I had this husband reaction because I see her through the eyes of a husband. Mm -hmm. And now when I go to the beach, I have a 10 year old daughter. Like, you know, and, and I, I, I'm more likely than when I was younger and immature to hopefully I'm trying to look at people through the eyes of a father now. Right. And it's a totally different ball game through the eyes of a father. I, I don't want, you know, and, and I, and then when you have, when you get older too, you have friends and you look at people's eyes of friends and it's like, this just dropped in my heart that God has revealed himself to us in the scriptures specifically through two very, really three specific things but the eyes of a father and the eyes of a husband that, and I talked about how that woman who is, and we talked about how the, the Pharisees are out during church for them. There's not, it's not church, it's synagogues, Jewish, it's a Sabbath, yeah. but we we set that up as the equivalent. But I mean, they're not sitting in the service. They're out during church looking for a woman caught in adultery. Like there's a lot of like shady things going on. Right. They bring her into the service, put her down and the Bible says in front of the whole crowd. And there's like this, there's a lot going on there. And the whole Jesus stooped and looked away. And a buddy, Mike, says he, he really believes that he was averting his eyes so that she wouldn't feel so much shame, you know, because everyone's staring. She probably was still half naked, you yeah. know. And, and so, like, but he was looking at her through the eyes of, a, of the father. And when you look at somebody through the eyes of a father, and I, and I even said if her dad would have been there. I mean, imagine if that's my kid and my, and, and, and right. I would have went and covered her shame. I would have said, kill me instead. You know, I would have. I would have fought for her. And that's what Jesus did. He's looking at the eyes. And then, of course, the body of Christ and how with my wife, I don't, 
I look at her through the eyes of a husband and it's not something I want everybody else. I don't want you. You haven't put a ring on her finger and covenanted your life to protect and, and die for this person like I have, you know? And so, and then I thought about the Holy Spirit, you know, being the eyes of a friend. And so literally God has revealed himself to us that he sees us through different eyes than we see each ourselves and see each other. And of course we see people who we can point to like that woman called adultery that we say, well, she needs grace more than I do. So that's, that's huge, kind of the man. gist of the message, but I'm going to go check. Well, even though you've given me, I don't need to go check it. I can just give me the clue. You have to, no. I'm going to go check it out anyway. Sounds good. Yeah, and all of you can check it out. Yeah. Grovechurchmj.com and just yeah. go to October 14th. It's a yeah. cool series. Pastor did a great sermon the week before on John chapter seven as well in living water. So it's cool stuff there for you, but yeah, man, um, excited, excited to have you back. And, um, yeah, man, when I get back, we'll do out. one, we'll do one Tuesday and, uh, and uh, all that stuff. Yeah. I'm back. I'll try to eat low carb with you. Please. So. We'll get a keto lunch. It'd be fun. Oh, it'll be great. We should open a restaurant called keto. Yeah, and, the keto uh, cafe. We should. Like you have pea sticks in the yeah, bathroom, pea, you, get, you know, so, yeah. pea sti- we don't have bread sticks. We've got sticks. They're pea sticks. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a basket. Yeah. That's oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, guys, thank you for listening out there. Be sure that uh, you subscribe and share. And uh, if something especially was uh, was good to you, then, you know, man, share with somebody that you care about. And uh, we always appreciate your comments, your questions. Obviously, we did not have our Ask John and Johnny segment this week, but you can send us anything you want us to talk about. Uh, just uh, you can email me if you want it, john at johndriver.com. I'm on Twitter at john underscore driver. Johnny is on Twitter at johnny, J-O-N-N-I-E underscore W. So you can follow us on our socials and other places and uh, keep up with what's going on. We always appreciate you guys listening and being a part. And we will look forward to seeing you very soon next time on Talk About That. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.